This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. First in your headlines, TxDOT and Entergy are taking uh, care and making preparations. Um, could be cold, may not be frozen. Right, but just in case, Entergy says it's checking equipment and prepping, and so is the Texas Department of Transportation. A spokeswoman tells KFDM the agency is planning to place salt on roads, highways, and bridges as a precaution to help reduce the impact of any uh, possible precipitation in the temperatures. We're always watching our roadways. We work very closely with local law enforcement as well as our municipalities. So if we do start getting alerts of flooding or things like that, we will have crews going out to barricade roads or whatever we may need to do. The DPS also weighing in. The agency says if you must drive on roads that are potentially icy, drive slowly and increase the distance between your vehicle and others to give you more room and time to stop. A man now charged in connection to the murder of a Port Arthur man, 21-year-old Stephen Angel, indicted Wednesday in connection to the shooting death of a 22-year-old man. Officers responded to shots fired in the 1100 block of Liberty Avenue back in December. They found a man with gunshot wounds laying in the 2400 block of Thomas Boulevard. The man died later at a hospital. Angel arrived at a hospital by private car. Police say he was not cooperative when they questioned him. They determined he was the suspect and arrested him a short time later. A Honduran man living in Port Arthur will spend eight years behind bars in a murder for hire case. 47 year old Santos Ornello Hernandez was sentenced Wednesday in federal court in downtown Beaumont. Pled guilty in July to three federal charges in early 2020. Hernandez wanted a hitman to kill his mother-in-law and brother-in-law in Honduras for $8,000. The reason? To seek revenge of his soon-to-be ex-wife here in Jefferson County. Court documents say he wanted them dead on the date the divorce was to be finalized. Fears over recent violent crime have some Southeast Texans up in arms, mm -hmm. but new numbers show Port Arthur is actually seeing a crime decline. Yeah, here's a breakdown of the latest stats. Six people were murdered in Port Arthur last year, but that's down 25% from the year 2020. Aggravated assaults also taking a slight dip. Robberies are down by 13% and with 78 people robbed in the city of Port Arthur last year. The Morning Show's Mello Stiles has more on the downward trend of crime in the city. Sylvia Madison has been in Port Arthur for 60 years and she says Chief Duroso says there's in down over the years. But right now, she believes crime is down. As I was growing up, it was a lot better. But as I gotten older, they had more drugs and stuff infested in the area. So it was a little increase, but now that we got a new mayor, everything is getting a lot better. Madison says Port Arthur police are making a big impact in the community. I feel safe because uh, I know the police officers and they ride around on the west side where I live and they um, always asking us, are we all right? And they be friendly and nice. Port Arthur Police Chief Tim Duraso knows some of the credit goes to the patrolmen and women who are out there on the streets every day. You have officers out there that are actively pursuing um, violators. The chief says credit also goes to the different units within the department. We have a special unit. Uh, we have the narcotics and guns unit where they target tra drug traffickers and gun dealers. And then we also have the investigative unit where the detectives are getting out there more frequently, talking to informants, uh, tracking social media accounts, uh, dealing with the U.S. Attorney's Office, the DA's Office, 
and other police agencies. Both Madison and Chief Duraso agree the community is helping, but they could help a little bit more as we continue into 2022. We can't do this by ourselves. We need help from the community. And uh, with participation, I think we can drop the uh, violent crime level even more than we have. We have more uh, like crime watchers in the neighborhood. Like where I live, we have crime watchers. Mm -hmm. And we have more people in crime watchers and watching the neighborhood it'll be a more decrease in the crime rate. Chief Duraso says there's always more work to be done, but the top priority is the safety of the citizens of Port Arthur. Reporting in Port Arthur, Mello Styles, Fox 4 News, working for you. Even though the numbers are trending down where Chief Duraso says there is always more work to be done and the top priority is to keep the residents of Port Arthur safe. Well, today marks one month since three-year-old Lena Keel disappeared from her mother's site at a playground near her home in San Antonio. Our sister station gives us an exclusive interview with her parents and what they're wanting from investigators. Thursday, it will be a month since the little girl was last seen by anyone here at the Villas de Cabo apartment complex. Her father, through a translator, tells us he is not getting any information from the FBI or the San Antonio Police Department. The main thing that is that, that the FBI have not shared uh, the information with, uh, with us that what is happening and where are they going. Um, so the Riaz is saying that I want to, uh, the FBI and police should, uh, should in continue their investigation like they were doing uh, first week. In this small one bedroom apartment, her parents and her little brother are keeping her belongings tucked away, including her favorite doll. Today, her father is sending out this message to whoever he says abducted his child. Our request is from them is that, that they should feel our pain and our sorrow that we have right now. They should feel that and uh, return our child back to us. And I have nothing in heart for them. I will, uh, there is no aim of revenge for, in my heart. I will never revenge my daughter. Just tell us, give us the information that where she is. If they have the child, give us it back. And without knowing his name, just leave my child in front of my apartment. Tomorrow night, Lena's father shares with us the sorrow his wife is living through at a time the family should be celebrating. Jamie Virgen, News 4 San Antonio. The investigation into Lena's disappearance is ongoing. We'll update the story as we get more information. The Beaumont Police Department is growing. 14 men and women took the oath and officially became new officers. Prior to the swearing in, the department honored other officers recognized for life-saving actions during emergencies and responding to crimes. Once that ceremony ended, the department began swearing in new officers. Several of those officers are following the footsteps of their parents. Ever since I was a little kid, seeing him in a police uniform, I looked at him as my hero. And if I could just do that for one kid out in the community, I just achieved the goal I'm aiming for. Just, just be that hope for that one individual in the community. That's Reginald Bozeman. His father was a longtime officer who retired in 2007. His sister is a dispatcher. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. Good morning, Southeast Texas. I'm meteorologist Chad Sandwell, and here is a look at your forecast for Thursday, January the 20th, 2022. Showers and thunderstorms along a cold front last night have moved well off to the east. 
Behind it, we're seeing plenty of cloud cover this morning and those north winds starting to pick up, uh, averaging out to about 15 miles an hour with some gusts this afternoon that will approach 30. So what we're going to be looking for, temperatures to slide throughout the day. We saw temperatures in the 50s and 60s around midnight, and as we push through the early morning hours, we're starting to see temperatures slide into the upper 30s in the lakes, still looking at the lower to middle 40s in the triangle. But by the end of the day, we'll look for the uh, probably the lower 30s up into the lakes, lower to middle 30s, and even some lower 40s in the triangle. So basically the trend is going to be a slow slide down through the day today. Overcast skies, late in the afternoon, we'll look for a 20% coverage of showers, mainly along the Interstate 10 corridor and southward. I think the further north you go, the drier air is already beginning to move in. So despite seeing the cloud cover, the upper levels of the atmosphere are going to stay dry. So don't believe any precipitation will form in those areas. So again, just a slight chance of rain late this afternoon and this evening. Most of the moisture should clear out of the area by 10 o'clock tonight. We'll continue to see mostly cloudy skies overnight. Still looking at a strong north to northeast wind. So temperatures in the lakes, middle to upper 20s. And in the triangle, we'll look for the lower 30s. Going to be looking at freezing temperatures all across southeast Texas when you wake up on Friday morning. Now, once the clouds clear out on Friday, late morning, early afternoon, we're going to be looking at mostly sunny skies, I think, by the end of the day Friday. So we'll go from the lower 30s into the mid-40s for afternoon highs with a northeasterly wind. Now, heading into the night Friday into Saturday, of course, clear skies and light winds heading into the weekend mean the coldest night that we have seen by far here in southeast Texas so far this winter. We'll look for possibly the lower 20s up into the lakes, middle to upper 20s in the triangle. So, again, protect the three Ps, pets, pipes, and plants if you need to do so. It is going to be a cold start Saturday morning, but with the sunshine, we should look for temperatures to rebound into the 50s for both Saturday and Sunday. So despite the cold starts both days, we'll actually see pretty pleasant conditions during the afternoon hours. Now, in the upper levels of the atmosphere, we're going to see an area of low pressure develop over the four corners in the next couple of days. That's going to slide southward, and during the day Sunday into Monday, that's going to open up across the Lone Star State, and that brings us our next chance for showers and thunderstorms, and that will likely be on Monday. So temperatures in the morning are going to be a little bit warmer because of the moisture increase, and with the rain chances, they'll be actually held in check, looking for highs in the lower 50s on Monday and about an 80% coverage of showers. From there, we'll be looking at some pretty quiet conditions, eventually looking at partly cloudy skies by the middle part of the week. So recapping your Thursday forecast, overcast skies today, strong north winds gusting close to 30 miles an hour, and temperatures sliding into the middle and upper 30s in the lakes and the lower 40s for the Triangle. That's a look at your forecast on this Thursday morning from the KFDM and Fox 4 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Chad Sanwell. Make it a great day. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow for the KFDM Morning Show Podcast.